Good afternoon and welcome to Love from the Hips, fifth show. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show airs every Wednesday from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. here on Alternative Talk Radio. Love from the Hip is unlike anything you have ever heard. It was created to help people to help themselves. You will hear me spotlight fascinating people from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own unique way. On this weekly show, you may also hear me follow up with a client I may have hypnotized in the studio on a special edition of Love from the Hip, available online at lovefromthehip.com. Collectively, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. In a world that seems so dark at times, there are people out there that are very much like lighthouses, lighting the way, lighting the way of hope for others. On my own spiritual journey, I've had the pleasure of getting to know more and more people who are doing just that. And as much as we would like to think of ourselves as unicorns, we are just everyday people who decided to take accountability and responsibility for our lives and go within so that we could then share our gifts with others and help the world around us. I'm hearing the word unicorn tossed around a lot these days. This word meant so much to me as a little girl. Aside from the magical horse with a horn, it provided a world of imagination, creativity, and fantasy. It was a word of big hopes and dreams. Today, this word has a negative connotation because it is used to describe the unattainable, most often the unattainable mate. The truth is, we all have the potential of attaining anything we put our mind to, and therefore we all have the potential of being a unicorn. I say embrace your unicorn, or the unicorn you can become. Today I get to interview yet another fascinating soul, a unicorn, intuitive prospector Mark Lanehart, who was not aware of the gifts he was born with, but instead through life experiences he chose to develop these skills so that he could be empowered and empower others. We are all gifted, and we can all become a medium, psychic, healer, etc., with the right guidance, support, work, and even school, as Mark will share with you on the show. So we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, Mark will share his story, which led to him led him to all the amazing things he is doing today. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A Skin and Mind. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Welcome back to Let From the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on Alternative Talk Radio. Today, I am interviewing intuitive prospector Mark Lanehart on his journey and all the wonderful gifts he has to offer all of you. So, Mark, I have to admit, before I met you in person, I was quite intimidated by your website, marklanehart.com. You are involved in so many facets of spirituality and also seem to have quite the background. So let's start with your title, Intuitive Prospector. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to be on the show. Yes, it's, absolutely. Uh, it's always an honor to talk about <laughs> the spirit world, the work that I do. Uh, the, the Intuitive Prospector is a very interesting, fascinating experience, how this came to be, if we would have started Oh, my goodness. Seven years ago, 
when wow. I started down the actual spiritual path of being a, a psychic and a spiritual medium. And there's a big difference between the two, and we can talk about that maybe on your show, yes. uh, of what it is to be psychic and what it is to be a medium. And when I had this meditation of going within to understand what the spiritual world and all these gifts and abilities are about, I kept hearing and seeing this prospector. And I, I kept asking, why am I seeing this? What is this all about? And the concept actually was created, uh, I always say, when I first heard it, I, I, I actually thought it was a pretty dumb name, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, but the spirit world was ha- was trying to convey a message to me that mm-hmm. the prospecting aspect is what you put in, you'll get out. Just like a prospector that goes up to the mountains, works hard, has the right equipment, mm-hmm. has the right mindset, mm-hmm. works hard to you know prospect for that gold digging and getting dirty and and sweaty and and just really going after what you want. But when you find what you're looking for, that can be amazing. And it's different for everybody. So the Intuitive Prospector was really just a name uh, to remind myself that every day is an adventure. Every day Mm -hmm. is what I call a soul adventure. Every day is what you have, the magic in the moment, if you will. And to go out and dig and prospect for what you want so you can find that spiritual gold. Or what I like to say is spiritual prospecting for your own spiritual gold. Mm -hmm. And when I say for your own spiritual gold, it's different for everybody. And I I didn't want to just be a psychic. I didn't want to just be a a, a medium. I didn't want to just be a spiritual worker. Mm -hmm. I wanted to inspire people. I wanted to bring, um, you know, your intuition and your awareness into the concepts of your spiritual path. If you're even into spiritual, some people that come see me are not into spiritualism. They're not into psychic readings. They're not into mediumship, but something draws them to me to mm-hmm. want to, you know, have a consultation and talk about life and, uh, you know, maybe they're going through a grieving process and they need some inspiration and some uh, guidance on how to live again. And, and, you know, that's part of my own journey because I went through such tragedy and trauma uh, with the loss of my brothers in the same week, one to murder, one to brain cancer, all within the same week. So wow. for me, it was very uh, life changing and Absolutely. looking at life differently. And so the Intuitive Prospector is just a name, but it encompasses so much more about being alive uh, celebrating life on a daily uh, a daily uh, practice mm-hmm. and really just, uh, you know, going after what you want to explore and discover for yourself. So, so it's kind of like setting your intention, if you will. Setting yeah. your intention. I'm a big believer that once you set your intention, that energy will follow that intention. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and like you said, kind of resetting that every day. Resetting every day because the one thing that I've learned in, in, in my many journeys, or <laughs> I'll keep saying soul adventures, uh-huh. is there is no guarantees for tomorrow. You can't do anything about the past. All you have is the magic in the moment, the present moment, and being in that moment and living. You know, it's not always, you know, uplifting to be in the moment, but you try to find an attitude for gratitude right. so you can appreciate the moment that you have and the things that you are grateful for and the things that you do have. So. Mm-hmm. It's a reminder for me that I'm prospecting every single day of my life, but along the way, helping people as well. Attitude for gratitude. That's what, Attitude that's a for great, gratitude. I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a big one. <laughs> well, I'm going to get into everything that you do do, mm-hmm. but I do understand, or from talking to you earlier, is that you've kind of um, devoted this life of service. So where did that start? You know, I think uh, it's different for everybody. For me, it was just always a calling. I had always wanted to help others. And so my journey started uh, several years ago uh, in the U.S. Coast Guard, and it was being in service to what I like to say. I started off with being in service to my country. Okay. Uh, you know, raising my right hand to, you know, serve, protect, mm-hmm. and help others. And the Coast Guard for me was very fitting because I I'm, I, I love water. Uh, being on the water, helping people, whether it's search and rescue or uh, law enforcement. So I did that for eight years of my life. And yeah, it's a long time. 
Yeah, but it went by <laughs> quick. You know, I look back at it now, and it always goes by so quick. Time is that great illusion, yes, if it you is. will. Uh, and then after eight years, I um, was honorably discharged and was hired to work for a uh, local fire department here in the Seattle area. Okay. And so I became a professional firefighter EMT mm-hmm. for five years. So I'd like to say my, my service shifted from serving my country to serving my local community. Yeah. So, you know, doing calls, uh, EMS, emergency medical services, fire calls, car accidents, you name it, for five years. Unfortunately, I had um, an injury, so I was uh, forced to retire from mm-hmm. the fire service, okay. which was very heartbreaking. Yes. But, you know, for your listeners, sometimes it's a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. those doors that are closed windows open. Mm-hmm. And so that transfer, that transference into the spiritual world, if you will, of the work that I do now uh, took place that I now say I serve my country, I serve my community, now I'm serving the world of spirit and those that need help. So I've always had this calling of being in service mm-hmm. to others. I just didn't know in what modalities and what, what that capacity. would look like, right? Yeah. What capacity uh-huh. as far as military, fire service, and now teaching a lot, um, working with people all around the world, right. uh, you know, being on radio Amazing. shows like today. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's just it's fascinating to me to see what soul adventures can open up for everybody if you seek it, if you explore. And, and my mm-hmm. tagline that I always love to remind people is dare to dream, dare to explore, dare to live. Wow. And, and have a lot of fun with that. But yeah. I've always had a heart for being in service and helping others um, as a humanitarian, as a spiritualist, uh, just being in service as a light worker to help people and guide people and teach people and mm-hmm. inspire people. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and I think also going back to what you were saying about, unfortunately, the fracture that, you know, turned your path. I mean, it's yeah. not not what happens to you, but what happens for you, for you. right? Yeah. And so... I think the, the, the to me was... Uh, that took place probably for about a year. Yeah. So. Uh, but, you know, what that did is that, that injury led me to um, study sports medicine and human performance okay. at the University of Washington. It opened All that right. door because I thought, again, okay, I will be in service to helping professional athletes be the guy on the sidelines that helps people, you know, athletes when they're injured. Mm-hmm. So I took my graduate studies in sports medicine, and that is where the spiritual door the psychic uh, sciences, the metaphysical, the mediumship, that's actually where the door was open because one of our professors that was on loan from the uh, University of uh, Stanford uh, came up to replace one of our uh, professors that was in a car accident. She Mm -hmm. couldn't finish teaching. And he taught us all these different modalities of meditation, mindfulness, manifesting, but it was all focused on the professional athlete, not anything to really do with spiritualism. But wow. once you kind of go within and you discover the power of mindfulness and manifestation and visualization mm-hmm. and meditation, that's for me, that's where it really popped and it opened up for me like, wow, I can really communicate with my brothers who have now been in the spirit world for some years mm-hmm. and I can have a conversation with them. And it, it, at first, the analytical mind, you're like, that's kind of weird. Right. You know, analytically, you're Skeptical. thinking, you're like, yeah. how do you talk with somebody that doesn't have vocal cords? Mm-hmm. But yet I'm having this conversation and then the analytical mind can take you places of, are you crazy? Are you hearing voices? <laughs> and so that journey led me to have more experiences and understanding and mentorship and education right. to understand what this is all about. But that there was about a year of, you know, the woe is me and I don't get to play on the fire engines anymore. Uh-huh. I don't get to participate. Yeah. But like I said, when a door closes, a window somewhere opens. You just wow. have to find it and go through it if you choose to. Well, that's fascinating. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break. But when we come back, let's talk about more about those doors opening awesome. for you. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows. 
and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one, two, three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Peach Buzz is great. If it's on a peach, let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on Alternative Talk Radio. Today I am interviewing prospector, intuitive prospector, <laughs> I apologize, no, no, Mark Lanehart on his journey and all the wonderful gifts he has to offer all of you. And before our last break, um, we were discussing with Mark about all these doors that are opening, and he was actually discussing about uh, having studying sports medicine in UW. So it kind of seems ironic to me because here you are studying what's black and white, right? Mm-hmm. This injury happens, and this is what you do. Right. And yet that is what seemed to be the, the launching pad, if you will, for the world of spirituality. 
Yeah, very much so. I don't know if I would have... Well, I think eventually I would have still gotten to the spiritual world. When the spirit world and those in the spirit world, whatever your belief system is, because it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. But when you have a calling and it keeps coming back, what we resist persists. Mm -hmm. And the lesson uh, will repeat until it completes. Okay. And so I think eventually, because of my journey through tragedy and trauma, transformation, and what I say triumph, Mm -hmm. those in the spirit world had seen me to be more of a calling to be a teacher, to help those in need. And I think that they would have found me some way. It's just, it it so happened through the power of meditation, Mm -hmm. taking the sports medicine at the University of Washington that opened that door. Now, you know, it was several years in the making after that. That would have been 2008 that that journey uh, when I was taking my studies. So, Mm -hmm. you know, several years since then of still learning and growing and transforming and understanding, you know, what this whole spiritual path is because it, it it's it's very vast. There's right? a lot of information. Absolutely. There's a lot of different ways that you can go. Healing, mm-hmm. uh, just a meditative practice, a mindful practice, a conscious practice, psychic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mediumship, and I, you know, I would. But for my journey, I always like to remind people that education leads us to knowledge. Knowledge leads us to wisdom. Mm-hmm. Wisdom, hopefully, of it leads us to enlightenment. Yeah, and that's that's the journey every day, and it's something uh, that I've learned you know, in my path and something I just continue to search and explore and discover through mind, body, and spirit. That's actually the tagline of the Intuitive Prospector, explore through mind, body, and spirit, because it's a balance of all three. Yes. And yeah, uh, yeah. so I've always been in service and I just didn't know that it would be in this capacity uh, to be in service this way, because to be honest with you, I, I, I wasn't born with this. Some people You'll hear them say that they were born with this gift. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you, you, we all have our gifts and abilities, but sometimes there's an unfoldment that takes place. Being aware. And, and being aware and mm-hmm. discovering your gifts. Mm-hmm. I didn't have this most of my life. I, had, I was very sensitive growing up, and I had a strong intuition. I just didn't know how it all fit together. Now i got a real great inclination as far as how it all ties together. Your yeah. intuition, your awareness, being sensitive, uh, but also using those gifts and abilities to help others. So was there a school involved? Uh, there was, there's been, yeah, there's been uh, many schools that led me from, so I, I started at the University of Washington, finished my degree in sports medicine and human performance. I uh, didn't go work uh, in the athletic uh, departments because I started on a different path of understanding the psychic sciences of mm-hmm. the mind, the psychology of it. And that led me down to the Berkeley Psychic Institute in California. That's what, that was my first school. Okay. So I have to I have to interrupt really quickly. Yeah, yeah. So so was it because that at studying at UW in sports medicine and realizing that your mind actually can play a part in the healing? Was that why you didn't kind of continue on that path? Yeah, I was. Medicine, I was or? very intrigued by what was going on with what I was hearing and feeling and seeing and knowing, you mm-hmm. know, a sense of knowing something. Sometimes you follow something, you're not sure why you're following it. Right. And that's following your intuition. And mm-hmm. my intuition was saying, you need to do more studies in the psychic mindset, psychic sciences, mediumship, because there's something there. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to have dreams about my brothers. I was starting to connect with my brothers. I would actually have conversations with them yeah. and realizing, well, you know, I'm not actually crazy. Mm-hmm. That I can actually, you know, not self-diagnose myself, but right. understand that I'm having conversations. And then people started to seek me out. I, mm. don't, I don't know what happened. I don't, I didn't. I was a light. Yeah, I wasn't Turn advertising. You said, I think <laughs> you said earlier in the show about the lighthouse. Yes. And it was like a lighthouse turned on in the spirit world. And all these boats started coming to me uh, as a lighthouse. Yeah. And so that led me to want to discover more about this field that I didn't know much about in the metaphysical world, in the psychic world. And that led me down to California. 
the okay. Berkeley Psychic Institute, just working on Intuition 101. Uh-huh. That's where I started. Okay. Uh, just like, you know, taking your, if you're in college and you're taking your humanities. <laughs> English 101. English 101. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I took uh, Intuition 101 and just tried to get a better understanding of what it was. Uh, from there, it led me to the Omega Institute in upstate New York, mm. in Rhineback, New York. And I went to a workshop on psychic sciences and understanding the psychic energy and working with psychic energy. Mm. Spent mm-hmm. a week there, loved it. From the Omega Institute, it led me to a college in England because the wow. tutors that were teaching at the Omega Institute had studied for years in England. And I'm like, they have this in England? This is awesome. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know there was I, a college. I didn't know that either. <laughs> and so I started researching. And so in 2013, I went over to England, uh, uh-huh. north of London, Stansted, okay. uh, England. And there's a college called the Arthur Finley College. It, it studies uh, psychic sciences, spiritualism, spiritual healing, and mediumship. Wow. And it was pretty intense. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a lot of fun uh, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at night every day for a week. Very intense. Very intense. Very intense. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was a lot of uh, growing and just understanding how to, how to give a message professionally, how to do this professionally. Because in England, the big difference, I wanted to go wherever the best place I could learn. And in England... They have laws that protect people. They're called consumer laws. Now, they Mm. used to be called the witchcraft laws, but those (laughs) really don't apply to today. So they changed it to the consumer law. And that's where if somebody's given a psychic reading and they're fraudulent and they're they're just doing it just to make money or doing it Mm -hmm. for the wrong reasons, you can actually sue them. Oh, wow. In the United States, we don't have a lot. There are some state laws, but there's not a lot of laws that protect people. And so I'm like, well, sign me up. I want to go to the best place to learn. Right. And in, and after my uh, week-long course there of just intensity, and, and then, of course, you know, you get halfway through the course and you feel like you're, you're not very good. I was going to uh, Yeah, it, it'd be called Weepy Wednesday. <laughs> it's intimidating. Oh, it's, it's very, Weepy it's, Wednesday? It literally is called Weepy <laughs> Wednesday, and it's because they build you up. Very similar to what I did in the boot camp, you know, the military. Oh. They, they build you up, tear uh-huh. you down, build you back wow. up again. But it builds confidence and instills confidence within your, your work. Uh-huh. And I would recommend that to anybody is confidence in doing this and trust of the spirit world is very key. Kind of like, you know, when we, were ha- we met before the radio show, just mm-hmm. have a discussion and, you know, your grandma came through. Yes. And there wasn't uh, a lot of that information that you could validate. But after the fact, you know, I always tell people the best evidence comes after the reading. You were able to validate mm-hmm. several key facts with your mom about your grandma that you may not have necessarily known. Mm -hmm. So their confidence is important. And so for the last five years, I like to say that I'm a British trained medium and I'm proud of that. And I go to England every single year to study. In fact, I'll be going here in just a few months uh, for two weeks to uh, study and just get a deeper understanding of the world of spiritualism, mediumship, Mm -hmm. and just do the best I can and be the best I can uh, for being in service to others. When I came back that first year, then doors opened. Uh, I was uh, invited to be part of Best American Psychics, which is a psychic directory of just the elite best psychics where you're tested. Wow. Uh, You have to have a background check. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You're tested several times. You have to have testimonials. Uh And it's very professional and very elite. And I wanted to be a part of that. And then I also became part of uh, Bob Olson's Best Psychic Directory. Same thing. Okay. Vetted, background. Uh, Not everybody gets in. And those are the two professional directories I wanted to be a part of because Uh it's a place that people can leave their testimonials on their work. You're building your rapport. Yeah. Building rapport, but also other people can read stories. And we're all storytellers. Yeah. And I think that's important uh, for people to read other people's stories. And when you have somebody that's given you a testimony about the work you've done in mediumship, Mm -hmm. other people relate. And they look on that in the Internet. And I get people from Australia. South Korea, Finland, the United States, because people read the stories and they say, I just saw your picture and I needed to connect with you. And I'm like, 
okay, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to get, but we'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah. That, so that really helped you to kind of cast your net really wide. Yeah, for, and that's not something I always wanted to do. I, yeah. I wasn't even sure I wanted to step out professionally and do this and maybe, you know, because what's the intent of it? You know, what was I going to glean from, from this? It. What was I going to gain from this? And mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what that was because I'm not in it for the money. I'm not in it for the publicity and the radio mm-hmm. shows. I'm in it because I really want to help people and I want to inspire people to live and to be in the moment and just celebrate life. And yeah. because, you know, life can turn on a dime. Yes, and you it want can. It and, you, and, you know, we talked earlier, shakening yeah. causes an awakening. Mm-hmm. And that was my awakening. And I want to share that with everybody. So, Well, that's powerful. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I do want to touch on your NDEs. In this weekly skinny, I would like to discuss the difference between cosmetic needling, collagen induction therapy, or CIT, which is also known as medical needling and surgical needling. Cosmetic needling can be done regularly at home using a handheld FDA-approved device and this does not prick the skin. The needles on this home roller are too short to have a deep effect on the skin surface, but instead enhances the penetration of your skincare products. There is no pain and no bleeding involved with cosmetic needling. Collagen induction therapy, on the other hand, means pricking the skin deeply with tiny needles, which in turn improve the skin's laxity, creates new collagen and elastin. CIT also helps with scars, wrinkles, texture, acne, stretch marks, sun damage, and more. This therapy, more commonly known as microneedling, at a depth of 1.5 millimeters, can be performed by a skincare professional like myself under a topical anesthetic. A doctor or a surgeon will perform CIT or surgical needling under regional anesthetic at a depth of 3.0 millimeters. This deeper penetration is great for deeper scars. How is collagen stimulated with CIT, you ask? Well, the tiny blood vessels get pierced by the needle, which then release wonderful growth factors that rush to create that new collagen. Can you do both cosmetic needling and CIT? Yes, it is beneficial to do cosmetic needling, especially if you're using great clinical products and you want to get the most out of them while you're at home and also doing a series of CIT with your skincare professional or doctor for overall skin health. If you are interested in purchasing an at-home cosmetic roller or scheduling a CIT or microneedling treatment, you can email me at sakura at sakuraskinandmind.com or call 206-730-7429. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U. URA skinandmind.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. 
affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more. SakuraSkinAndMind.com S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW. Today I'm interviewing intuitive prospector Mark Lanehart on his journey and all the wonderful gifts he has to offer. And before our last break, Mark was actually discussing his school history and especially with Arthur Finlay and with England. So do you think it's important for people to continue education in these fields? I do. And, and the reason I say that is if you want to be a lawyer, you got to mm-hmm. go to school. If you want to be a doctor, you got to go to school. Right. If you want to be the professional that you are seeking, there's usually a requirement of education. And I would say the same thing for psychic, for mediumship, for spiritualism, for healing, that it's a vocation. And it's a lifelong education. It's the school of life, if you will. And so for me, it was, you know, you don't get a lot of certificates of degrees that you, you know, graduated from Arthur Finley College, you know, Hogwarts, a.k.a. we call it Hogwarts. <laughs> and I know you had the Hogwarts music playing earlier. Uh, just for you. Just for me. And I love that. But it's just the vocation of understanding and, and, and pushing yourself to see how you work and, and yeah. the different abilities, you know, your different senses as well and understanding how those senses work. Like, for example, we talk about the five known senses that we would all accept, see right. it, taste it, touch it, hear it, smell it. Mm-hmm. But then in the spirit world and in psychic and mediumship, there are other senses, uh, what we call the clairs, clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairgustance, mm-hmm. which is the ability to taste something that's not there to smell something, clairfactorio, um, mm-hmm. claircognizance. There's a sense of knowing wow. something, and you're not sure why. Moms would relate to this. They right. know when their children yes. are not behaving. It's or Maternal instinct. Yeah, there's that maternal instinct. <laughs> and both men and women have that. Yeah. It's just developing. But once we step out of the five known senses, yeah. then it becomes mystical. It becomes so, metaphysical. It becomes esoteric. woo-woo, esoteric. Yeah. Uh, people have all these different labels mm-hmm. when it's really just, you know, trusting your own intuition, intuition. and awareness mm-hmm. of the world around you. and not everything is always seen. So know? how do you pick? I mean, how do you pick what you go into as far as mediumship or clairvoyance? or And, and how many do you pick? I mean, what if you're kind of a jack-of-all-trades? Well, there's this saying, jack-of-all-trades, master of none for sure. I would always <laughs> – uh, so for me, my focus the last five years has been mediumship. Mm-hmm. That's why I go to England to study and to do the readings that I do and the public events that I do – my focus was mediumship. I would recommend for anybody that's had a, a spiritual awakening or shakening that's mm-hmm. caused their awakening, just to start to explore and see what you resonate with. See what is uh, a comfortability for you that's a natural fit for you. I had no idea that mediumship was going to be a natural fit for me. And I did my very first reading mm-hmm. at 30,000 feet in the air with a young lady sitting next to me. Wow. And her husband had passed in a car accident. Mm-hmm. 
I had no idea that I'd be connecting to him and giving details that only she would know. And I'm just meeting this lady for the first time. And That's it was incredible. so powerful that after we landed, she gave, she got up and she gave me a hug, full oh. tears. Yeah, it was just an amazing experience for me, and that's Probably the moment the when I re- she needed to. closure, yeah. the healing, the closure for her, and the healing for her. But when you're a medium, there's also a healing that takes place for, for the yourself. medium, yeah. and there was a healing there, and it was just very eye-opening to be like, "Wow, I was either one heck of a good guesser, or there was really <laughs> something to the evidence that was just presented, and I wanted to explore that more." Mm-hmm. And when you see somebody that's healed and connect to their loved ones. You can't put a price tag on that. There's nothing no. that can buy that. There's nothing that Mm-mm. can um, replace that. And it's just the knowledge that even though they're gone in body, they still move on in memory, in thoughts, in energy, and most importantly, in love. Yeah. And, you know, when people say, well, prove that, I say, well, how do you prove love? Is right. love a concept that you, it's a concept, but how do you prove love? You can't measure um, it. It's not measurable. It's measurable based on the emotions of the the human journey, mm-hmm. but it's very similar. I always tell people too, from an if you're analytical and you're a skeptic, that's healthy. And if you're doing this work, it's it's pseudoscience. You can't prove it, but you can't disprove right. it. And there's a lot of synchronicities, signs, uh-huh. symbols, synergy, uh-huh. what have you, that would play into this. Right. And most importantly, a lot of it's just coming down to trust of what you feel you're getting. So for me, right. my focus became mediumship. But I, for your listening audience, I would say. Focus in on a few things. No, no more than six. Okay. Uh, because once you get past the sacred six, yeah. then crossing your T's and dotting your I's can be very difficult, and it can be overwhelming uh-huh. <laughs> emotionally, energetically, physically. Um, you know, I'll be honest in doing this work for the last five years. I've noticed because I work with my nervous system and energy and raising my vibration up to connect with the spirit world. Yeah. That my health has actually changed over the last two years, and mm. I'm very mindful of mm-hmm. my health uh, and and taking care of myself. So yeah. really pick and choose what direction you want to go uh-huh. because energy without focus is chaos okay. and we want to have focus so we can harness that energy and not have the chaos and do good work for people because people will seek you out right uh, especially if you're you know when people start to seek me out I'm like where are these people coming from <laughs> I have oh, no idea because I'm not marketing I'm not advertising yeah. and people find me yeah. so it's that's energy. just kind of that vibration that goes mm-hmm. out comes back so mm-hmm. I would say no more than six, and I'd really pick just one or two areas of focus. Get an education behind it. Do some workshops, but don't become a workshop workshop junkie where you're mm-hmm. doing too many. And get with a good mentor. Get with a good spiritual teacher. Somebody that'll keep you grounded and tell you, you know, you know the do's and the don'ts. Yeah. And keep you grounded. That's very important. important. So yeah. yeah. So do you think that your your NDEs, your near death experiences, have helped you to become a better medium? I do. And so my very first NDE, near-death experience, took place when I was five years old. And I remember walking with two very tall people, and they were faceless. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were, if I was to describe it, they were gray in color. Okay. They were neither male nor female. Mm-hmm. They both held a hand, and I walked with them with my hand uh, held on each side. And they talked to me, just showing me around. I had no idea. I was on a tree, and I fell on my head. I had no idea I was even in the hospital. Oh, wow. But I remember the, the, the memory vividly. And they were talking to me, but not like I'm talking to you. It was right. more telepathic. It was more through the mind of, of hearing and knowing without spoken words. Mm-hmm. I woke up a couple of days after being in a coma. Um, was actually okay. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was a blessing. But I never really thought about that journey until years later. I kind of put it aside. Because when you're five years old, you just you, know, you have very vivid imagination. So yeah. there's no filters. There's no, your intuition, your awareness is wide open. Mm-hmm. I thought it was normal. 
Uh, but as we get older, we get those filters and we kind of, of put those things in a box, right? <laughs> right. Uh, you can learn a lot from a five-year-old. Their, mm-hmm. their connections to the spirit world. So for your listening audience, I'd say don't discount them talking to grandma. Okay. Don't discount them talking Hearing to voices. Uh, their dog mm-hmm. that was once there that's no longer there but in the spirit world. Or uh, uh, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, brother, mm-hmm. sister, you have it. Uh, and then my second NDE took place when I was 27. I was in a river accident. And when I was trapped under the water about four feet of water in a bunch of logs, I had a piece that overcame just, it was, I was ready to go. And I felt my body start to lift up and move out of my own body. And I was looking down at myself in the water and thought, how fitting, I love water. And this is how I'm going to transition. I'm mm-hmm. going to drown in these logs. And just a piece that was very palpable, um, very present. I didn't want to go back to my body. I actually wanted to keep going up, up, yeah. up. And then all of a sudden I got sucked back into my body and slid down the log and popped up. Huh. Don't know, wow. no, I, you know, I fought and fought and fought, yeah. no rhyme or reason. Uh-huh. Obviously, the spirit world saw, you know, more work for me to do, I guess, right. and, and didn't want to take me yet. Uh, so that was my near-death experience. And I, so I researched NDEs because I wanted to understand what was that all about, out-of-body experience. Uh, I didn't see any white light at the end of the tunnel. I didn't mm. see angels. I didn't see any of that. And in NDEs, you find that a lot. There's just a piece that's very palpable. So I like to say I towed the line mm-hmm. and I came back from it. And that's why I know that there is something after this physical journey mm-hmm. that continues on, whether you think in terms of energy, frequency, right. love, consciousness, uh, what have you. I don't know because I've never been to heaven. I've mm-hmm. only, you know, towed the line. Uh, yeah. So, but I just know that, you know, from a sense of the energy in my heart, that energy always has to go somewhere. The laws of physics, as it states today, says energy Inner always side. has to go somewhere mm-hmm. The energy in your heart is no different. When your heart stops beating, that energy moves on. And that and that's usually where the belief system will fill that void right. because we don't know. Some have belief systems, some don't. Yeah. I just know from my own experiences, and I share that as a storyteller, my own experiences, so other people can have that knowledge and hope of the comfort that there is life after death. And, and so I'm, I'm actually a, um, a spiritualist. So I'm a um, member of the Spiritual National Union of England, okay. which, fo- which actually is... Is that um, the SNU? That is, is that the SNU, okay? uh, and that's where it's the belief in life after death. Um, no sitting on a cloud, no no angel wings, no <laughs> you know harp, mm-hmm. any of that. It's just knowing that the, the mannerisms, the personality, and the love continues after the physical journey is over. Yeah. So that's part of my education as well. And then it comes back to you in your mediumship. It comes back to me in my mediumship uh, through messages, through evidence, through tears, through laughter, mm-hmm. through music, through uh, movies. It wow. comes through many different channels, many different ways, mm-hmm. and just being open up to, you know, to that process. Yeah. So, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. We're going to have to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to get into your spiritual hikes. Awesome. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. 
754-6792. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits, leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast, and affordable. What a concept. Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And again, don't forget to tune in every Wednesday from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW. And today I'm interviewing intuitive prospector Mark Lanehart. And we were just talking about his near-death experiences. And now I would like to talk about another amazing thing that you offer, Mm -hmm. which is your spiritual hikes. Yes, so I, I call it spiritual awesomeness, and it's getting out in nature. It's uh, We live here in the Pacific Northwest of Seattle, Washington. Beautiful hiking, beautiful diving. So I'm a certified paddy diver, so okay. I take people on dives huh. if they want to. I don't get a lot of people. A lot of people, you know. Is there anything that you don't do, Mark? Uh, life is short. Live yeah, it, right? Apparently. Life is short. <laughs> so uh, I like to get out uh, in the Puget Sound, which is very cold, so a lot of people don't like the, the cold water diving, right. but it's some of the best diving in the world because of the wildlife and mm. the interactions that you have, and when you drop below the waves uh-huh. into a terrestrial world, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but what people do love that can get out is the hiking here in the Pacific Northwest. We have some of the best hiking mountains, vertical, waterfalls, lakes, mm-hmm. you name it, that people will travel from around the world to, 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 to hike here. here in the Pacific Northwest. So a few years ago, I started to do Forest Fridays, and that is where we get out in nature, we carpool up to a trail, we sit by a waterfall, we have lunch, we do some qigong, we do some meditation. 
I do some uh, nature exercises about just connecting with your intuition and your awareness. For me, that's very important for the journey because nature is our greatest teacher. Nature is our greatest healer. We can learn a lot from nature. In fact, mm-hmm. a lot of our engineering that we do comes from nature. Yeah. And when you're out in nature, I always say that there's more power in the trees and in nature than all of the internet and all of the energy that we're surrounded here in the studio. Mm-hmm. And when you connect into that source, you connect to your, your original home, your very first home that you came from, you connect to your higher self, uh, you connect to the trees around you. Now, people say, oh, Mark, you're a tree hugger. I am. I am. And I'm proud to be because there's a symbiotic relationship between us and trees. Mm -hmm. You know, trees take on our carbon dioxide that we exhale. They turn that into oxygen Mm -hmm. that we need to breathe. Yes. So there is a very symbiotic relationship between the two of us. And when you just go sit and hug a tree, you can actually there's some some pretty cool things that will happen. Some energy. Uh, I know that they've actually taken a stethoscope and you can actually listen to the sounds of the tree. Mm. I know a gentleman that's actually cut the tree and actually has used it like a record. So you can put it on a record player and you can actually hear the sounds of the tree rings. You know, yeah. So it's just getting out in nature is uh, I look forward to it. It's it's great. Uh, the, The hikes are not hard. I try to make it very yeah, user-friendly for levels. all generations, from uh-huh. uh, from your fur babies to young ones to old ones to those that have maybe hip or knee problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this next hike, we're going to be going up to uh, nature's uh, water slide. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a, a big flat rock that covers the river, runs over it. You can slide down it. Yeah. You can lay by it. So we'll have lunch. We'll do a meditation. A few this is Denny, Denny's, Denny Creek. Denny's Creek, yeah. Okay. And uh, try to do that at least once or twice a month, uh, mm-hmm. especially in the summers when the weather's really warm. And yeah. then we also do snowshoeing. So I try to do it year-round if I can, uh-huh. uh, depending on it's always at the, the mercy of Mother Nature, right? <laughs> She's the boss. Right. <laughs> uh, but I always just remind people, getting out and, uh, and applying that to your spiritual journey, your healing. Mm-hmm. I, I've, you know, I've interviewed many people on my own radio show yeah. that go back to nature of being their greatest healer. And being in nature and realizing just sitting with nature, you can learn a lot from nature if you're observing and, you know, not reacting. Right. So that makes a lot of fun. uh, We have a lot of fun on our Force Fridays. So so. what are people gaining from your hikes? What are they? What's the feedback that you get? The feedback is always fun because even the conversations going up to the hike, we try Uh to carpool to limit the amount of footprint of vehicles going up to the trailhead. And so we carpool and we meet people on the way up. But the conversations uh, that we have are so interesting Uh because you get a, 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 a an eclectic mix of people in different backgrounds, different ideas, different belief systems all coming together for nature and just to get out and enjoy the fresh air, the waterfalls, the trees, Mm -hmm. the, the wildlife all around you. And the conversations to and from have always fascinated because sometimes I just sit and listen and observe mm-hmm. and just listen to the conversations. And by the end of it, people are, you come off the hike, you just feel uh, a little euphoric as far as your energy is high and right. you feel good, you feel connected and mm-hmm. you make new friends and you join the community. And it's, uh, you know, it's just a lot of fun. And I just enjoy the conversation. So the conversation probably gets better on the way back. Uh, it actually gets less. The <laughs> oh, conversation less. going up is great. Okay. Coming back, people are so like just chilled uh-huh. that sometimes it, there is no conversations. It's uh-huh. just resonating with the energy of the experience that just took place. Okay. So it just yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fascinating. That's wild. And it just comes back to nature is your greatest teacher, your greatest okay. healer. And why not go back to your original home and learn from it? Absolutely. Yeah. And those hikes you advertise on your website? Is that I do. So at marklanehart.com uh-huh. or just internet search The Intuitive Prospector, I'll pop up. I'm now easily found. Yeah. I'm, I'm no longer hiding. <laughs> uh, and you can 
check out my events, my hikes, my dives, um, any events that I'm doing here in the Pacific Northwest, and yeah. I'm, I can be accessed by uh, in person, mm-hmm. video, phone doesn't there, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I can, I can get a hold of you. Yeah, awesome. So I want to talk a little bit more about your mediumship. Okay. Um, so how does the process work for you? So the first one is I always say, I always remind people it's important to take the time to disconnect so that you can make the time to reconnect. So mm-hmm. for example, if I'm if I was to do a mediumship reading, I want to disconnect from the ego side of my thinking, my mm-hmm. mindset. And, you know, the ego, I, I actually give a name to my ego. I call it Igor. And so I tell <laughs> Igor to go outside and sit outside by the mm-hmm. bench and so I can go to work and do what I need to do. And it's really just clearing the mind, not having any big distractions, not having any technology around me, not looking at my phone, not looking at other things, Mm -hmm. and really just sitting because the spirit world is very subtle. And I always talk about the the, the lion being the ego and the consciousness and the lamb being the soul. Mm -hmm. And when you can put that lion to sleep, Mm -hmm. the lion sleeps tonight, that song's coming into my head, (laughs) Um, you can put the lion to sleep, the, the lamb really starts to come out in the soul, yeah. the wisdom of the soul. Mm-hmm. And when you connect, so I raise my energy up to the power of meditation. I do some Qigong exercise, Qigong, Tai Chi, Kung Fu, yoga, all great for raising your energy up. Yeah. So when I raise my energy up, the spirit world, like the lighthouse, sees that my light is turned on. I see. They lower their energy down and there's a blending, a spiritual cocktail, if you will, a spiritual blending that takes place. And I start to receive different things, uh, messages that could be contained uh, to a movie specifically or a song specifically Hmm. or a memory of that person and the memory that they're sharing with me of a picture in uh, a jewelry box that sits by your bed and the piece of jewelry, very similar to Mm -hmm. the reading I gave you that we didn't know that we were going to do a reading. (laughs) Which I'm going to get into. (laughs) And lo and behold, your grandma shows up. Right. And so when you, you get these impressions, I may smell something, I may taste something, I may actually hear something. I usually see something uh, within my third eye. We call that clairvoyance, mm-hmm. seeing through mm-hmm. your third eye. Uh, and I just also feel things, just uh, clairsentient, my just mm-hmm. sense of knowing stuff, claircognizance. And I'll just give that information, mm-hmm. and I've got to trust that information is accurate and evidential because a lot of times people say, I don't, I'm not sure. Just kind of, yes. you're, you're very sane. Yeah, so I'll have to kind of... Um talk about my yeah. experience with yeah. you. Yeah, I think your listeners, listeners would really yeah. relate to that Absolutely. that experience firsthand. Yeah, so we met in a cafe and we were talking for a couple hours and yeah. then it was kind of basically out of nowhere. He just, Mark let me know that there was a presence with me and kind of described her and actually described that her name was something that he would never know. And so right then and there I thought, oh gosh, this this has got to be my my Japanese grandmother named Yoshiko. And then and I don't speak Japanese. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then you mentioned the number nine. And I was just, you know, when people pass, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that I didn't love her if I don't sure. remember her birthday. But sure. <clears throat> for some reason, I couldn't remember her birthday. And um, so the number nine. And then you were saying also ladybugs, which I didn't know the connection at the mm-hmm. time. Um, but then you were saying other things like how she was saying that I've been writing something for years and I need to finish. And I and I have. I've been writing a book. And she was always interested in my writings. I've been writing since I was a little girl. And so I would read my stories to her. And then also the, the comment she made, the little grandma comment about tidying up my workspace. So she was uh, <laughs> right on about that as well. And then just get, going home, like you said, and talking to my mother and getting validation about the number nine is her birthday. She was born October 9th, the ladybug. It, that's 
my grandma loved ladybugs. And she had been passed for seven years. And she was passed for seven, seven years, which very, seven you, yeah. you picked out too. So I was, but I was like a deer in headlights. I, 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 you know, was kicking myself after the fact, like, oh my gosh, I wanted to ask him so many <laughs> questions. Why didn't I tell her I loved her? And so, I mean, do you get that a lot too, where people- All, all the time. In fact, when I'm working with people, the, the same feedback, uh, you know, I wish I could tell her I love her. They already know. They're already yeah. here. They're closer to us okay. now than they probably ever were in the physical life. And they know that sense of knowing uh, that you love them and, and wow. you're a part of their journey. So, Well, that's terrific. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we've come to the end of our show, but I want to thank you so much for being here. And Thank I w- you. I appreciate it. Yeah. but And if you could tell the listeners where to find you. Yes. Uh, so if you want to just do, just do a search on the Intuitive Prospector, uh, internet search, I come up. You can find me at marklanehart.com. You can also find me at my own radio show, Inspired Living Radio, over on the Home Times Radio Network. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, every Wisdom Wednesday. And you can catch me on Facebook Live for Metaphysical Mocha Mondays every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I connect with people all over around the world. Well, so great. Well, thanks again, Thank Mark. you so much. It was a lot of fun. It. Thank you. A lot you. of fun. And thanks again, Eric, for your all your magic. And you, the listener, without you, this show would not be possible. And you can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. Also, please like me on Facebook at Love From The Hip or follow me on Instagram at Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. And remember, if you are interested in being hypnotized on a special edition of Love From The Hip and sharing your experience later on the air or have questions or comments, please email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com or call 206-730-7429. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here on KKNW, and remember... Make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare you. On today's Get Hip segment, I would like to talk about the history of hypnosis. Hypnosis has been used by many ancient civilizations, including the Sumerians, Persians, Chinese, Indian, Egyptian, Greek, and Roman. The word itself comes from ancient Greek. Hypnos meaning sleep, and osis meaning putting to sleep. The earliest evidence of hypnosis dates back to 1550 BC, on an Egyptian papyrus, which describes the laying of hands on the patient, hand passes, and eye fixation. The ancient Egyptians had sleep temples or dream temples where their sick would go to be healed by hypnosis. There's also evidence in the ancient writings of India in the Sanskrit book called The Law of Manu, which describes the different levels of hypnosis like sleepwalking, dream sleep, and ecstasy sleep. Although the stigma is that hypnosis is a mystical or esoteric process, it has actually been used in the United States since the mid-1800s by some of the greatest pioneers of psychology like Freud. Thankfully, hypnosis has come a long way and is still becoming more widely accepted by the medical community for what it is, a form of medicine.